Welcome to another great message from Faith Christian Church. For more details, check out our website, faithcc.com.au. We hope you enjoy this message. Well, we're going to have a look at the Word of God as we do every Sunday. And come on, let's pray. If you're in your home right now, maybe why don't you grab the hand of your partner, grab them by the hand, squeeze their hand hard. We're going to pray. We're going to ask the Holy Spirit to speak to us today. Father, I thank You, God, for Your wonderful presence. I thank You, Lord Jesus, that once again we have the opportunity to look at Your Word. Your Word is so powerful. It's alive. It's sharper than a double-edged sword. And Father, I pray that You'd speak to us again today. God, encourage us with Your Word, I pray, in Your wonderful Name. Amen. Amen. So I've been thinking about this for a a few weeks. And I want to do a series, a two-week series on prospering through pain. Prospering through pain through pain. You know, maybe for some of us here right now, it is a painful season. But I do believe in some of the great difficult seasons of our lives that we can actually prosper and build something uh, when it comes to our faith, you know. And I guess the question really is, can you prosper through pain? I've titled my message the first part of this two-week series called uh, The Other Side of the Equation. The Other Side of the Equation. And so really the question is today, can you actually prosper through pain? Can you come out of the other side of any difficult situation more, not less? Uh, To be more inspired, not less inspired. Maybe to be more full of faith rather than less full of faith. You know, maybe to be more wiser, more resilient, more understanding rather than less. You know, I heard this quote the other day, uh, you know, uh, written by the, the great the old Western guy called John Wayne. And if you're my age, you would remember John Wayne. And he made this funny statement. He said, life is tough, but it's tougher when you're stupid. And I think sometimes difficult seasons make us a bit wiser. And I think sometimes difficult seasons make us a bit more reflective to work out some of the stupid errors of our lives and how we can actually be more productive and more better. And you know, there's a constant evidence in the Word of God that this happens, that when you look at the Word of God, you see people not becoming less out of difficult situations, but actually becoming more out of those seasons. You look at Joseph. Joseph went through a number of difficult seasons in his life, and yet every single season didn't subtract, but it actually added into his life. And I also think that when it comes to, you know, the ethos of our faith, what we actually believe in, when it comes to our trusting God, our hope in Him, our reliance in Him, that through loss, there also can be gain. That through difficulty, there can be enrichment, a more deeper level, a more powerful encounter with the Lord. You know, look at what Job says after all that he went through. I love this great quote in Job 23, verse 10. He says, but he knows the way that I take. And when he has tested me, I will come forth as gold. You know, I'm not saying that right now that maybe God is deliberately testing you. You know, maybe that right now, maybe you are going through a test. Or maybe right now that this is just what life is throwing at us. Maybe this is the result of the environment that we as a human race have created. Who knows? But maybe in what we're going through right now, maybe there is a test that will develop you and shape you even into a better person. And I love this Bible, what the Bible says here a bit in the book of Job. It says, but he knows the way that I take. 
that God does know your way. And in that way, maybe that there is an opportunity. Maybe in the forced reorganisation of our world right now, maybe there is a reshaping of your world that is going to bless your life in a more significant way. Maybe in the reshaping, there is some opportunity to get rid of some of the dead bits, some of the unproductive bits, maybe some of the bits that aren't functioning as well as what they should. And the reason why I say this is because I think one of the things that holds us back to really push through in difficult seasons, and it's one of the things that I think Jesus often addresses when he's speaking to his disciples, is this whole idea that when we go through a difficult moment in our lives, we are more fearful of the loss than actually what the game that can actually happen in our world. And you know, there's something that Jesus often deals with when it comes to his disciples is this whole fear of loss. You know, often we get so consumed about what we may potentially lose when we go through a difficult season that we actually forget what we can actually gain. And that's why I've titled my message, The Other Side of the Equation. Because in order to prosper through pain, church, you've got to realise there is another side of this equation. That it's not just about what you lose. It's not just about the pain that it causes in your life. But just maybe, just maybe there is another side to this that will add something to your life. Maybe there is something to maybe the challenges that you're facing right now that actually will make you into a better human being. And you know, my old boss used to say many years ago, he used to say, wherever there's a negative, there's always a positive. And I began to think about that when it comes to our relationship with God and what Jesus Christ actually offers us when we go through difficult seasons in our lives. You know, I began to think about the way that he, you know, uh, was ministering to his disciples. You think about what he offered his disciples. You think about this, right? He, he, he offered a life of hardship and persecution and, and pain. You know, some of the obstacles that these guys went through were significant. And yet still, they rallied around him. You know, you look at how Jesus spoke. I always found it interesting that when Jesus spoke, he never watered the message down. He never made it culturally relevant. He just said what he believed he had to say. He would say to people, listen, the lifestyle that you're leading is not healthy. Turn around. Come on, start and follow me. Jesus never watered down his message. And yet the most powerful thing about that is that the world just rallied around him. It didn't repel people, but it actually drew people closer to him. You look at where Jesus went. He didn't go to the easy places. He didn't go to the comfortable places. He didn't go to the the popular places. The Bible says in Mark chapter 1 and verse 4 that after he'd healed the man with leprosy, he became so popular that he actually stayed outside of the town. What a crazy thought. The fact that Jesus was so popular that he wasn't drawn into the town, but he actually had to stay outside of the town. And the Bible says that he stayed in the lonely places, the uninhabitable places. And yet people came to him everywhere. You see, think about it. His message was a message of challenge. He went into the hard places. He went into the painful places. Yet in those places, people still drew themselves around Jesus. Why? Because of regardless of the challenge, he offered true life, true peace, true confidence when you're facing 
a difficult time. And I would say this, you know, that as followers of Jesus, I think that you and I can have a different perspective when it comes to difficulty. Then rather than just looking at always the difficult and the painful and the the struggle and the challenge, maybe there's another side to this equation that when it comes to our faith and our belief in God, that it can actually make us rise to a whole new level. So I wanna talk to you about that for just a few moments. You know, there's this great verse in John chapter 12, verse 24 that I kind of wanna base this on today. And you know, this is one of many uh, passages that uh, Jesus often speaks about. And uh, you know, if you were to read this, you would see Jesus take the same idea and use it in a number of different ideas that he's communicating with his disciples. But I love what he says here in John chapter 12, verse 24. He says, Very truly I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who, who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be. My Father will honour the one who serves me. You see, now Jesus is talking about his own sacrifice and he's talking about some of the things that his disciples are going to face. But think about that through, through the, 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 the pain of loss or the pain of difficulty. There is another side to this deal when it comes to your walk with God. It's the potential for life. It's the potential for growth and multiplication. So what are the things that Jesus talks about? I want to take three things here that I believe can help us understand that gives us a perspective on the other side of this particular equation. That it's not just about the loss and the difficulty, but it's also about the joy and the confidence and the security that we have in God. And Jesus begins to speak to his disciples about how they should approach difficult seasons in their lives. He says this in verse 24. He says, Very truly I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. What is Jesus talking about? Well, I think the first rule, I think the first principle here is a really powerful one. And when you're dealing with difficulty, I think the first thing you need to understand is number one, to deal with the fear of opposition. To deal with the fear of opposition. Jesus is talking to his disciples about the persecution and about the opposition that they are going to face by following him. And he's basically saying to them, listen, if you're gonna get through this, if you're gonna become everything that I've called you to be, you know, if you're gonna achieve everything that I have mandated over your life, if you're gonna rise to the levels that, you know, that I just believe that you can rise to, then you're just gonna have to come to grips with this idea called opposition. And you know, whether it's opposition from people, whether it's opposition from situations, you know, whether it's opposition just from the natural course of your life of, you know, you taking on a difficult project, you know, the reality is you gotta come to grips with that. And you know what? I just think that so many people when it comes to difficult moments in their life, they get freaked out, so freaked out by the potential opposition that actually stops them in the tracks. 
And many times I think we, we become more fearful about the potential obstacle rather than the obstacle itself. We become more consumed with our situation getting worse before it actually does get worse. We become so fearful about the things that could happen versus the things that are actually happening. And you know, the fear of opposition, the fear of that obstacle consumes us. And it actually just stops us from really giving our best foot forward. You know, I've realised this in life that when it comes to my fears, often what is in my head is actually larger than actually what is happening in life. You know, look at this with David and Goliath. I do believe that the fear of Goliath was bigger than Goliath itself. Listen, if one man could have taken down Goliath, imagine what a whole army of Israelites could have done. But the reality was that whole army of hundreds, if not thousands of people could have easily taken down one man, but the fear of him was greater than the man himself. And you know, Jesus is speaking to his disciples and he just says, listen guys, he goes, the reality is you are going to go through a difficult season, but you just have to overcome the fear of the obstacle itself. The second rule of prospering through painful seasons, and again, it's what Jesus speaks to his disciples about is this whole idea of overcoming the fear of loss. Overcoming the fear of loss. And you know, he's speaking about death. And he's speaking about our lives that are made up of so many different things that we value. And the point that Jesus is making to his disciples is that if you are constantly looking at the temporal, if you are constantly looking at what is in front of you, and you are not looking ahead, you're just going to miss the bigger picture of what God wants to do in your life. And you know, church, the reality is this, is there is a bigger picture to what you and I are facing right now. You know, the biggest picture, think about it, is really eternity, isn't it? I mean, the biggest picture, no matter what you go through in this life, no matter how long your difficult season may last, the biggest picture that you and I will face one day is the picture of eternity. But praise God, there is an eternal picture. There is an eternal goal. There is an eternal purpose. And it's what gives us comfort in difficult times. You know, I've done many funerals over, over a number of years and uh, no funeral is easy. And, you know, I love people from our congregation that have, have passed on to be with the Lord. You know, I've buried people that those who closest to them would say they, they died well before their time. And invariably what I've seen, there's been a constant in all the grief and all the sorrow and all the heartache and all the questions why and the things that people have gone through. But there has been a constant that has stood out when I've done a number of these funerals. And it's the constant of eternal hope. You know, it's not just a nice thing that you say, or oh, one day we'll see them again, or something that you just want to encourage someone with when it comes to a situation like that. But it's been a rock solid hope, a confidence that any grief and loss that we suffer in this world does not compare to the wonder and the eternity of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I think what Jesus is saying to his disciples, he's saying, don't look now with all the issues, but look further, look beyond, look at the bigger picture, look how this thing would just be temporal. It will pass, it will surely pass. 
because God has got a bigger picture for our lives. Yeah, I've just seen people who've stopped in their tracks from really stepping out in faith because of the fear of loss. And really the disciples were about to lose it all and you know, they'd left everything to follow Him. They'd left their nets, they'd left their jobs, they'd left their livelihood because they understood the power of not looking at the temporal, but understanding the power of looking at the eternal, looking at the bigger picture. I wanna encourage you today that God has got a bigger picture for your life. You know, sometimes I can't see what God can see. Praise God for that. But God can see well beyond what you can see. His plans for you are good. His plans for you are healthy. His plans are not there to harm you, but His plans are there to support you and encourage you and to strengthen you. You know, when I think about people like this in the Bible, I began to think about Daniel. And you know, when I see Daniel in the Word of God, I see that Daniel in the early parts of it, or probably right throughout his whole life, was often faced with the, the possibility of opposition and loss. You know, the Bible says in the early parts of Daniel that he was chosen when he was captive with all the other Israelites. The Bible says that he was plucked one out of many in order to serve in the king's palace. And yet what I love about Daniel is that he didn't allow the, the fear of opposition you know, the fear of loss to actually control his faith. But I love what Daniel began to do. I love what it says in the uh, chapter one of Daniel in verse eight. But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food or wine. And he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself in any way. I love this. The Bible says that Daniel resolved himself. In other words, Daniel just made a decision. You know what? I'm not gonna allow the fear of any of these other things to actually control my faith and me actually pushing forward. And you think about it, you know, Daniel in many aspects had won the jackpot. He was already there. He was in a position of influence and, you know, he was gonna have a great life, but he didn't allow oppositional loss to stop him from actually doing the things that God had mandated him to do. You know, and uh, I just love the fact that Jesus speaks about these things. The third idea is this. He says this in verse 26, he says, whoever serves me must follow me and where I am, my servant also will be and my father will honour the one who serves me. Listen to this again, whoever serves me must follow me and where I am, my servant also will be. My father will honour the one who serves me. John chapter 12, verse 24 to 26. I love this phrase. He says that where I am, my servant also will be. I'm gonna ask you today as we come to a close, where are you at right now? You know, when it comes to this whole situation of where this world finds itself in, where are you at spiritually? Where are you at in your relationship with the Lord? I love what Jesus is saying, where I am, my servant also will be. Because see, Jesus makes the point of when you're facing a difficult season, when you, you know, are facing a challenging moment in life, where you are makes a significant difference about how you will come to the end of your journey. And really who you align yourself with makes all the difference about how the outcome is actually gonna look like. You know, often when we go through burdens in our life, we often quote Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30. And Jesus says this, "'Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, "'and I will give you rest.'" Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. 
Listen, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So we often like to preach about that. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. But think about this key element or message in this passage. Verse 29, he says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. In other words, he's saying, if you want to go through a difficult season, come out the other end more blessed. It's not just about you giving him your, your, your problems and your challenges, but there's an aspect of you actually learning from him, learning from where he's taking you. And I want to ask you today, are you learning from him in this season? You know, this is such a big concept. You know, I realised many years in life who I learned from makes all the difference in how my life will look in the end. I mean, one of the first jobs I ever had is one of the biggest things that my boss ever taught me. And, uh, you know, I don't know if they still do it today, but back in the day, you, you know, you, you had this company that would go into shopping centres and they would take photos, kids' photos for Mother's Day, you know, and for Christmas and for birthdays. And, uh, you know, they'd set up in the shopping centre and they'd take the kids' photos and the you know, parents would come back a month later and those photos would be developed and then they'd sell them the whole photo pack. Well, you know, I used to work with one of the photographers and we'd go in there and the photographer would have to make the, you know, the kids smile and, you know, get the perfect shot. And, you know, there were some crazy shots where the kids were screaming and bawling their eyes out. I don't know if you've ever seen those Christmas shots where, you know, the kids are freaking out because of Santa Claus. Well, I was one of the, you know, guys that would have to make the kids laugh. And I realised that, you know, because my big smile and, you know, my kind of animated face. I realised this with kids, I'm either a hit or I'm a complete disaster. So either some of them, I made them completely laugh or some of them, they completely screamed and you could not console them. You know, I remember a few years ago being in a meeting and this, this prophet guy comes in and there's all of us in this room and we're waiting for a word, ready to get a word from God. And he begins to, you know, go through and he doesn't know anyone's name. And he points me out and rather than saying, hey, you young man, you know, with the blonde hair, he says, hey, you with the face, you with the face. What, no one else has got a face? But, you know, because of my obviously animated features, whatever they may be, uh, you know, he pulled me out. I realised this, it was my face that, you know, I got some of the kids laughing. It was my face that completely freaked some of the kids out. But I remember, you know, being in that business and, you know, it was a successful business right across, you know, Australia. I'll never, never forget my boss saying this one thing. He said, you know what, if you can learn the, 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 the skills in this business of how to run business, it's just going to stop you from making a whole bunch of mistakes if you were to go on your own. So he's talking about the same principle. He's saying align yourself with the right things that are going to bring blessing and success in your life. And this is what Jesus is saying to his disciples. And the challenge for us is during this season, who are we learning from? Who are we allowing to speak into our world? Jesus says, take my yoke upon you. See, there's this picture of, of us actually coming under the yoke that Jesus is carrying. So that he is actually carrying it with us. And there's this idea of partnership, two people carrying the yoke as they move through life. Church, I wanna challenge you today. You know, if you wanna prosper through a difficult season, number one, you gotta overcome the fear of opposition. The reality is if you wanna do anything great for God, there's gonna come opposition. Number two, you just gotta to come to grips with the fear of loss. And look at the bigger picture. There is always a bigger picture. And the third thing is you've got to always align yourself with learning from the Holy Spirit, learning from God. It's one thing to give your burdens to God. It's another thing to allow your life to learn from Him 
and to align yourself with Him so that He can carry your burden at the same time. I wanna ask you this today as we come to a close. Are you labouring this season on your own? Are you going through this difficult season of whatever that may be? Maybe it is an isolation. Maybe it's the fact that your whole world has been turned upside down, but are you doing this on your own? Are you carrying the burden on your own? Can I encourage you today to learn from Christ? He's the one that will carry you through this moment and this season in your life. And you know, maybe you're in this place, you know, in, at home, and, or maybe you're watching it in your car, uh, obviously stationary. Uh, but you know, maybe today, right now, you, you don't know what it's like for you to align yourself with God's values and who God is. The greatest decision that I ever made many years ago was to give my life to Jesus. To say, God, I don't wanna carry this burden called life on my own. I don't wanna carry this, this heavy yoke of responsibility of always trying to get it right. I want, it, I want you to shoulder the burden with me. The moment that I did that many years ago, my whole life changed. And today you can experience that change for yourself. Today, the Lord Jesus wants to come. He wants to deal with the fear of opposition. He wants to deal with the fear of loss. There is an eternal future for you as you put your trust and your hope in Him. And today I'm gonna lead you in a prayer. It's a prayer for you to find God for yourself. It's for you to say, God, I don't wanna do this life on my own anymore. I don't wanna carry this burden on my own. But today I wanna carry it with you. I wanna know that I'm gonna be the one that's gonna learn from you and allow you to come bring inspiration into my world. I'm gonna lead you in a prayer. And if you've never ever prayed this prayer, wherever you are right now, if you pray this prayer today, if you ask God to come into your life, today we'll begin a wonderful journey with the Lord Jesus. Come on, why don't you pray this prayer after me? Say, dear Lord Jesus, I ask you today to come into my life, to forgive me of my sin, to give me a brand new future. God, today I put my hope and my trust in you. I want to have an eternal future with you. And today, will you be my Lord? Will you be my Saviour as you carry the burden with me in your wonderful name? Amen. Amen. You know, today, if you prayed that prayer for the very first time, you know, today, if you click on the link, I've made a decision on our webpage. We'd love to send you a Bible. You know, the prayer that you prayed is the beginning of a wonderful journey with God. And we want to help you with that. You know, church, I think it's a, just a great thought in this season of that God wants you to prosper through painful seasons. That I believe, you know, the stuff that maybe we're going through right now is, is maybe unique to the world, but, you know, difficult seasons are not unique to the Word of God. And when you look at the Word of God and you see people, for whatever reason, for whatever purpose, for whatever result, going through difficult seasons, many times in life they always came out greater, more encouraged, more full of faith than what they did when they first started. I pray this season for you and I, is not a season of loss, but it's a season of addition. It's not a season of taking away, but it's a season of adding something into our lives. Thank you for listening to this message from Faith Christian Church. To stay up to date, check us out at our website, faithcc.com.au.